Hi, and welcome to the Kara Podcast. My name is Lori, and I'm your host for the show. Here, we're focused on inspiring and encouraging you in business and in life. The Kara Podcast is a community driven by creative, authentic, remarkable, and accomplished people just like you. A place to thrive and become the greatest version of yourself. To find out more about the podcast, head over to thecarapodcast.com. Once again, that is thecarapodcast.com. Let's get into today's conversation. This week, we're going to focus on self-awareness. Last year, I went on this incredible trip with coaches from around the world. This place um, that we met up in was a beautiful spot on an island in Greece. And it was an enlightening experience because the majority of us did not know each other. We were coming from all different parts of the world and coming together to spend a week. And one of the things that was a real treasure of this trip was finding genuine self-awareness. And a lot of this became possible through those, you know, late night conversations and kind of getting to know one another on a much deeper level. And one of my friends who happens to be a scientist, researcher, and a coach from Europe, we would just spend you know, two, three o'clock in the morning, just speaking about ourselves and really getting to have a better understanding of who we are and just being able to share these insights allows us to take a look at our own self-awareness through a different lens and to become more aware is truly a gift. In this conversation, it reminded me of this amazing, famous quote from Greek philosopher Aristotle, who lived between 384 and 322 BC. And he said, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Now, fast forward through time from BC to 2020. We find ourselves in a place where we did not expect to be. And this is a great time to really get to know yourself. And knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. This is a time to focus on you, to increase our self-awareness, otherwise known as our emotional intelligence. When we become self-aware, we get control of our happiness, our focus, our growth, productivity, and success. When you're feeling a little uptight, we need to have a conversation with ourselves and implore ourselves to relax and take a deep breath and to feel ourselves and give ourselves appreciation for what is good and you're not alone. Now you may be listening and you might be saying, I am self-aware. You just may be. But research shows that a mere 10 to 20% of us are actually self-aware. Now, I'm not calling you out. You may just be like me. And a lot of it just comes from that opportunity to ask ourselves the right questions. And it leads me to what drives our ability to become more self-aware. We need to ask ourselves better questions. When we ask the wrong questions, we fail to get the right answers. And most of the time, we end up feeling worse when we start to ask ourselves those questions. And what should we be asking ourselves to feel better about who we are? And it's a three-letter word, and it's how. 
Emotional intelligence is at the core of being able to make these behavioral shifts. So how do you increase those how questions? How do you develop your own self-awareness? I'm glad you asked. Just saying that out loud, spending time on self-awareness might freak us out. That's the last thing you or I really want to do is to really look into the mirror to see who we really are. We tell ourselves we know ourselves. Why waste time on that? It's too hard. It's too difficult. And there's way better things to focus on. But I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you. When we invest in ourselves, we can get into a flow of asking questions of ourselves. How does that make us feel? How would my day be better? How could I get to the point of success? How am I feeling right now? And guess what? The truth is that everyone interprets these questions in a different way. And that is exactly the point. It's called self-awareness for a reason. It's all about you. So how do you get into that flow of asking ourselves questions? As a small step, Try spending 60 seconds writing down what you think and feel before you start each day. And then at the end of the day, repeat that exercise. And then are you feeling fearful, worried, angry? Write down at least two prevailing thoughts running through your minds. You do not have to solve these or work them out for now. Just know where you're at. Another key is practice empathy. A lot is written about empathy but few know how to break it down into actual steps. Practice them and get skilled at them. Behavioral science have studied this and outlined that it includes mental awareness, imagining you are the other person. Communicate what you say, how you say it, and a physical aspect or observation of tone and gestures. Try considering all three of these with your family, friends, and work colleagues. The more attention you focus on who you're speaking to and really listening to them, the more your thoughts will resonate with theirs, making the delivery of empathy easier. If you are set to meet with a team member, take five minutes to write down what you imagine that person is thinking and feeling, and then a sentence that addresses this. Another key is to label the fear. A proven technique from psychologists and negotiation experts is to label fears in order to diffuse them. Labeling the fears of your family, friends, coworkers tells them that you are aware. This is particularly critical in times like now. Such statements may include something like this. We understand that you were all hired to do jobs that you may not be working the same way right now. You may feel like we're treating you unfairly or are making decisions without each of you and your personal situations in mind. Cue in your team's members' possible fears, name and label them directly with empathy. Anger tends to stem from fear, which is best managed by labeling with empathy. Be real. This is a common advice. Let's break down what it means. Share with others your own personal worries, your concerns, and your common thoughts. Tell the story about how you snapped at your teenager just because he or she is around all of the time. Or perhaps share your concern for an older family member. Now, more than ever, It is so important 
for your people around you to really know that you are in this with them, that they are not feeling isolated. We're all experiencing new emotions and we're all experiencing new things about ourselves. So share, be real, take care of yourself is another key. We've all seen those posts or videos of people who frankly just look exhausted. Anybody, it could be a business owner, a parent, a teacher, a politician. Let's be honest, we're all still human and we cannot care for others without being healthy ourselves. That means we have to be good at this, really, really good. At a basic level, take time each day to do something that brings you happiness or pleasure. What is that fuel, that fire in your belly that refills your own tank? Positive psychology is a real science that rewires your brain and leads to a greater productivity and stress reduction, leading to more self-awareness. Change your internal thoughts. Our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are interconnected. Changing our thoughts to be more helpful will have a huge impact on the intensity of your emotions and shift your behaviors to be much more productive. This sets off a chain of events leading to more positive thoughts and even changes your neurochemistry. For example, try this exercise. Try this shift. So a thought, my business is going to go under. I am probably going to get fired. Two, my business and many others are going to struggle a lot, but we are going to get through this. Feeling, if you're feeling anger, frustration, or fear, dial that down and begin to see where is that anger, frustration, and fear stemming from. And then behavior, if we're yelling at people, taking a long time to make a decision, flip it over and look at it from a behavior standpoint. Who can you call? Who are your mentors or board members to discuss more creative solutions? You have a critical role in helping others to get through these times, especially if you are a leader of people. And at the same time, the challenges that they bring will shape you and allow you to grow as a person. Emotional intelligence will be at the forefront of this growth and it will be so worth your investment. You know, this is the time where we can all feel that stress bubbling up. It's easy to be critical of one another, and especially in isolation, um, you know, when we're in close quarters with our family. But at the same time, we can flip that switch and allow it to be an incredible opportunity to really get vulnerable and talk about our feelings. And here's the real thing. Right now, you and I need to be real and be vulnerable. It's a place where none of us want to go, but let's face it. We're all experiencing things right now. If you're at home with children, I just want to stress the importance of having honest and calm conversations with your kids about what is happening around us letting them know that you're all working through this together. I encourage families to establish 
rituals that will bring everyone together and create some structure for the days ahead. I had the opportunity to spend some time yesterday with some six to 11 year old kids. They were about four of them and they were even stressing to me how important structure and routine is in their lives and their perspective. And one of the things that will help us get through this sense of ritual is we need to have a ritual of different moments throughout the day, of having breakfast with our family, of waking up together before we go to sleep, maybe a moment of appreciation or gratitude as a family as we go through the day and that we have enough time to eat, that not everyone is as fortunate as we are once again expressing that gratitude and having a sense of empathy and compassion and give love to everyone at this time. It's such a wonderful lesson for our kids. And as we all continue to navigate the isolation, we need to remember to be kind to ourselves. We need to give ourselves permission to feel the stress of the situation and to accept we may not be on the top of our game because of it. And when we begin to feel that, it's okay. And then go ahead and double down on the stuff that makes you feel like you are back on top of the mountain and start eliminating the harmful stuff as far as possible. For an example, do more things that make you happy. Do more things that you're good at. Avoid the things that make you unhappy. Avoid things that you're bad at. That's it. That is self-awareness. So do more things that make you happy. Do more things that you're good at. Be kind. Know all things are possible. And you are so important. And I just want to thank you again for listening to the Kara Podcast. We're grateful for our new community that is rising up. Here, join a tribe of other like-minded people. We offer complimentary mentoring and coaching sessions. Who are we? We are a group of women who run a top real estate business in the Dallas, Texas area and a coaching company. To join a tribe, head over to thecarapodcast.com. Once again, that's thecarapodcast.com. And you can find The Kara Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast stream. Share us with your friends as we're on the mission to inspire, encourage, equip, and build community. And please do give us some love and some good vibes. 